Hello, thank you for joining me for another broadcast. We're right back here, right back at it. Um, yes, I, I understand. Yes, it's been uh, some time, uh, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, it is September 11, 2003, and the 22nd anniversary of the September 11th attacks, uh, a disturbing uh, moment in American history. It's uh, very, um, just like to give a moment of silence uh, for September in remembrance of September 11th uh, for all the lives that were lost that day and also those uh, that were injured especially those uh, first responders uh, that were on the ground zero so we just want to just give give a moment of silence here okay yes indeed just 22 years ago and some some youngins weren't alive <laughs> at that time but it is a part of our history some were alive and remember the moment where they're at what they were doing on this day that will live in infamy in american history this uh this act of disturbance uh this disturbing attack it it is said to have claimed three thousand people uh three thousand people were killed and over six thousand plus injured okay and it's a worse attack and and we will never forget this tragic day and a lot of people are searching for answers. Of course, there's conspiracies concerning this uh, attack. But we continue to press on, especially first responders who rushed in danger to save them. Okay, among some of those that perished, some of those that continue to bear uh, the, the, the memory of that day. And uh, those who, you know, much of the nation moved on. Uh, the news cycles like to move on. But you know what? Uh, there's people that lived through this day. Their loved ones, their aunts their uncle, their husband, their wife, uh, their brother, their sister, their cousin, their great best friend, you know, their, all sorts of people, um, their sons, their daughter, perished in this terrible attack on September 11th in New York. And year, so year after year, we, we almost have this like, darkness on this day. Um, just, just, bitter sweet day because one one way to look at this day it is it is a, a terrible day because so many people lost their lives it was it was a disturbing time it propelled us into warfare the nation into warfare and also it is the day of the lord so um some of the one of the the word a very uh, encouraging word said in the morning from scriptures is, Blessed be the name of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Right? And you think about, wow, you know, this was, this was a day that the Lord made. And we live in a world so broken because of sin and because of the heart of man that people are being hurt and harmed every single day people are struggling and in pain and in suffering all over the world because of sin and because of our rejection of the truth our rejection of the most high but in reality this is reality the most high is in complete control and by his mercy he offers us opportunity to have restored fellowship and peace that's that's what the good news is the good news is that we have life everlasting the good news is that we can prevail over this darkness. The good news is that we could come from dark to light 
and prevail over every unpleasant situation. And this na- that's what this nation has done time and time again against the adversary. And more importantly, not just against the adversary should we be concerned, because I'm going to get into um, the king of glory. What I'm going to, uh, going to suggest is that we understand who our adversary is spiritually, because before anything happens and manifests physically, we must understand that there is a spiritual realm, and we must be equipped to be pre- and prepared. That's why uh, uh, thoughts and prayers are so important. We must be equipped and prepared to have situational awareness at all times. And our weapon of warfare is the word of God. Our weapon of warfare is the word. And we must have it in our heart and our mind, the word of the Most High, to guide us and to lead us and to counsel us in various situations so we can be prepared. We can be, we, we understand how the enemy operates, so we can navigate. We can be as wise as serpents and gentle as doves. Okay, we walk by faith, not by sight. And we also carry the mantle of an anointing of love. Because this is a command that we must possess. As brothers and sisters, believers in Christ, we must possess. We must possess love. We must be love. In scriptures, it says God is love. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as we love God ourselves we should embody love love should be what we is action this is what allows us to bear good fruit because when we are restored in fellowship in christ jesus and we accept the peace offering the final sacrifice of peace offering to restore fellowship with the most high the most high the creator of all life seen and unseen and we have restored and by his mercy he drags us out of darkness and we're able to see this clearly and we believe on the lord jesus christ and that we understand that yeshua hamashiach jesus christ is the doorway to that restored fellowship when we grasp that understanding that we have a way back to having this unity with the father and then when that happens the holy spirit comes upon us like he like it came upon david david and we and we and 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 Yeshua Hamashiach, we have the uh, the Holy Spirit of the Most High, uh, with us to guide us and mold us and to transform us, to sanctify us, to sanctify us. We are made righteous because of Yeshua Hamashiach, the Anointed One, the Son of David, the Son of David, and because He lived a sinless life. And because he walked perfectly and was a perfect image of the Father, spoke exactly what the Father commanded and also what we ought to do and live by, is we should be a house of prayer. So our thoughts and prayers are those who, all those affected in the September 11 attack and those who, who also are a part of searching out the truth as well. So, because more people want to be aware as, and people reflective if, uh, historically on this event. In every other event, of course, it seems in history there are gatekeepers and established narratives. But we want to know the truth. And we do. In Christ Jesus, it says the truth shall make you free. And we know that we are more than conquerors. 
we are more than conquerors. And keeping in perspective who's actually in control here, because you might get discouraged, you hear about AI, you hear about all this campaign, you hear about this, you hear about, you just see all this Doja stuff. And I want to let you know that in scriptures, now this is uh, Psalms 24, 8, it says, who is who is this king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle? Who is this king of glory, Adonai strong and mighty, Adonai mighty in battle? Woo. In chapter 22, verse 28, it says, for the kingdom, for you have a king, you have a kingdom. For the kingdom is Adonai's and he rules over all nations. He rules over all nations. That's who's in control. Yahweh is in control. Yah is in control. And I understand people don't believe that. The scriptures say, and this is not me calling anybody a fool. The scriptures say, the fool says in his heart, there is no Elohim. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Okay? There is a creator over all the earth, whether you want to believe it or not. I'm not here to debate. I'm not here to debate the word. I'm not here to debate the scriptures. I'm not here to debate that. I am just a messenger. And my message is, we have to walk in love and bear good fruit upon this earth. And the only one that's able to transform our heart is the Most High. And how do we have this restored fellowship with the Most High? Is in and through Jesus Christ. In and through Yeshua HaMashiach, the Anointed One, the Son of David, the Son of David. Because our task here is to be the Saviors. Our task here, and you said, what the heck are you talking about to be the Saviors? What I mean is our task here is to bear good fruit. Our task, task here is to offer that good news our text here is to be a reflection of our father not the father of lies and a murderer from the beginning no our father who art in heaven sanctified be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done we are reflection in the image of our father Forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors. Lead us, may we not be led into temptation, but may you deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. That is our deliverer. The Most High, deliver us from evil. It's called the Great Day of the Lord. And... We have in scriptures in Isaiah 53, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment and who will declare his and who will declare his generation for he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgressions of my people. He was stricken. Yes. I know it's a edited, redacted song. Uh, what is it? Isaiah 53. This is a redacted, the unredacted version of Isaiah. Uh, Yeshua, Yeshua Yahoo 53. Okay. This is unredacted version. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great. He shall see the labor of his soul. 
and be sanctified by his knowledge. My righteousness, servant, shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities and wickedness. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. She continues to do because he's alive. He said, how do you know that? I know that. He's alive. Jesus is alive. Yeshua is alive. And who do you think he was talking to right here? By his stripes we are healed. This is Isaiah the prophet, which they, they say um, Isaiah was sawn in too, as they do to all the prophets, right? All the great prophets. I, um, Zechariah was slaughtered at the altar. What we see is the truth. And people don't like the truth, do they? And the prophet spoke the truth. Sometimes in the prime of time of prosperity, like Hosea, and we thought he was mad. I thought he was crazy. He's talking about captivity. <sighs> like Habakkuk, what are you talking about? Talking about captivity, prosperity. What are you talking about? In time of prosperity, you're talking about captivity. But then the month of Elul is a time, in the Hebrew month of Elul, a time to self-reflect, um, to repent, to have any and all wickedness, to inspect your heart, to examine. Teshuvah is to to repent and turn from any and all wickedness and to be a pure bride. So what do you mean by this? If you look at it just in a natural sense, if you were marrying the love of your life and you would want your fiance, let's just say she's a female, um, you would want or expect that she wouldn't be running on town on you right before your wedding, would you? You want her to be prepared. You would expect her perhaps to have a monogamous relationship Um, for those who actually care about nurturing a loving relationship between another person that you vow, you made a covenant together verbally that you would stay monogamous anyway. I'm talking about monogamous relationship. And you wouldn't like it if they would be running around town on you especially like the day before your wedding. So what I'm getting at is how do we reach this purity? Well, that is in Christ Jesus. That's in Yeshua HaMashiach, the righteousness that we then take on because of Yah's mercy towards us to make a pathway, this peace offering pathway, and to redeem us um, as sin entered into the world through Adam. We have the second Adam in Christ Jesus and Yeshua HaMashiach that sits at the right hand of the Father until he makes his enemies his footstool. So we have this loving, compassion, and merciful the Most High is, and he also loves justice. Yes, indeed, the Most High also loves justice, and he's also a God of judgment. And maybe you're not familiar with the Most High being a Yah of judgment, but everybody has their day in the sun. I know Nebuchadnezzar did, and so did Babylon. And then I was mentioning before about Babylon 2.0. And also what's happening is people are waking up. They're realizing something's just not right here. We have to adjust ourselves. And we can only pray and hope that the love of God, the love of the Most High, the love of Yah, begins to permeate in our hearts so much that we cling to him and that we be obedient to what he says. And you can see what I mentioned before, especially like we what we see now like happening on the African continent, when people that are realizing these nations 
are realizing, wow, you know, we've been raped of our resources for so long. We've been assaulted for so long. We've been taken advantage of for so long. We want to begin to utilize our natural resources and begin to benefit our own people. And they had these gatekeepers and sellouts that were selling them and their people short for their own self-serving gain. And this is can take on anyone's that this can come upon anyone. Anyone's heart can be corrupted by this, basically. Doesn't matter what nation you're in, where you have people willing to hurt and harm others for their own self-serving gain. And some people actually, because they lack empathy, because they've been so traumatized, because maybe they're narcissists, they don't have the empathy, the compassion for other human beings. So they continue to hurt and harm other people. And the most disturbing thing is when you have people in positions of authority, they don't think that other people should be breathing. And or, uh, they think that only they should be the ones breathing. Or they think that you should be uh, uh, totally eradicated off this planet. Like you're talking to some kind of demonic entity in live and in color. You could you could really just begin to realize that there are some people so sick in the head or so sick in soul are so sick in heart their dark hearts won't allow them to repent and they are destined for shalom uh, they're de destined for hell and they just wreak havoc all over the earth and unfortunately the sad part is is that these people are in positions of authority on the earth and if they're in positions of authority as the word says as i often quote is that in state is that when the righteous bear authority the people rejoice when the wicked beareth rule the people mourn so there's mourning all over the earth there's sadness all over there's the pain all over this earth why because of sin so getting back to africa i'm i'm getting back to the important part of all this it's a fair mutual exchange and they say multilateral whatever a fair mutual exchange because you can have people that look down on you it makes them feel better about themselves when they look down on you they look down on uh other groups of people other people of different ethnicities other people of different cultures and hopefully humanity reaches a point where we begin to recognize the dignity of other human beings and i human beings other human beings okay so we have this whole emergence i'm not concerned about artificial intelligence i'm not concerned about that what i'm concerned about is that people turn to the most high what i'm concerned about is that people recognize the judgment of the most high i will i I hope that people recognize who's really in control, who really is all-powerful over any acts and works of the enemy. Satan is concerned with the things of men. Doesn't know anything about what Yah is doing right now, okay? Don't have any clue. So we, we, we have this understanding. He doesn't have a clue. He can only try to, try to figure out, what's he going to do next? What's he going to do next? Don't know what Yah is going to do next. We have to be prepared as uh believers we have to be prepared and it's not enough to just believe in god we have faith and works we have to have faith and works they work harmoniously together we're not saved by works of course okay it's a gift it's a salvation it's mercy it's, it's god's favor okay upon us that we don't deserve he drags us out of darkness and there we are we're in his presence through christ jesus we are in his presence we are his children we are his child we are sons and daughters of god we enter into sonship we have restored restored wholeness we become what we were always meant to be is in that wholeness and in that restored form and and as we continue in that sanctification process and healing we're healing 
he heals us or immediately we're healed and we're taken into this rest that happens in the presence of the most high in the most high we're in his rest we're in his protection we're in his pavilion we're in his refuge and yes we have all these different circumstances that we face in life but we are under his refuge we are under his care we are under his guidance and we have an internal rest and we also have work to do here and somebody said oh well don't nothing to see here just no just go in a corner no 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 uh there's nothing to do here we're just gonna wait for this second coming that's gonna come around any minute moment now and so there's no point in it at all nothing's nothing's and everything's worth it now i can see that people's understanding and i'm not going to get into that um theologically but what i'm trying to say is that uh we have to just be prepared as humans in general to know that what we're up against uh, the eradication of humanity and once we realize wow you know there's oh there's an open active campaign against humanity and we begin to see that and we get to see that that we, we are made in the likeness the image of the most high and that is under attack our endowment to create our endowment to be creative is under attack by the enemy to eradicate us off the planet and by any means ne necessary by technology by this by that and we have to collectively come together the people of truth come together and to do the right thing not just for ourselves but for the future generations to come that th so they can inhabit the earth because we know who does eventually have it inhabit the earth right it tells us in scriptures the meek the meek shall inhabit the earth we know this and we know what happens to the wicked we know that they get cut off we know that the scripture teaches that and you say well i don't believe in the scriptures well i just say well you'll just see it for yourself you'll see it for yourself you just will see it for yourself we will be a witness to it together we will be a witness to it but like I said in my other podcast is that, you know, we have to choose. Choose this day who we will serve. And it seems a bit redundant, doesn't it? Like over and over again in broadcast, I mentioned about choose a side, pick a team. You have to look back at a lot of content because there's, there's so much there. If you really just take time to, to listen and I give God the most high all the credit for it. We have to prepare ourselves for the next phase. And you say, um, excuse me, what, what the heck are you talking about? What I'm talking about is this next phase, okay? Going through this next phase. One of the, the, the um, interesting um, aspects of when you're running a marathon, if you ever ran cross country or you're running, you're a runner. And um, I'm, I'm saying this because preservation of energy is very important when you're doing some competitive sports like running like cross country like that even certain levels of sprinting conserve conservation of energy and that time period of that conservation matters of course and you have professionals that know how to level it out just right but preservation of energy is very important especially when the end goal is what to win and at times when you're viewing this competition like somebody in a race or something like that conserving the energy it appears that they're losing <laughs> it really does i'm like they're behind what's going on um and then you see this burst of energy where did that come from whoa what's happening here this person is gaining whoa what's happening here is their neck 
They're side by side. Whoa, what's happening here? <laughs> they won. They won. <laughs> what? It came out of nowhere and just well and you say, Well, yeah, that sounds like the story I heard of before, the tortoise and the hare or something like that, where the turtle win the race and the rabbit was just fooling around and so mocking all the whole way there and then what when the turtle the turtle won the race, right? Well yeah, yeah, that's that's just how life goes sometimes. You know? Um because we know that the most high will will not be mocked. In scriptures in Jeremiah and other prophets, since I mentioned the prophet, the anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and performed the thoughts of his heart in the latter days, you will understand it perfectly. We will understand it perfectly in the latter days. The um what God is who who that God is in control, that he is sovereign king, that he rules over the affairs of man. We have to be prepared to have discernment, wisdom, and understanding. And that comes from the Most High. Uh, wisdom, understanding, knowledge. This is entering into the secret place. And this will, will help humanity thrive and grow when we submit to our king. And that's who our king is. And, of course, we have earthly government and all that stuff like that. And people rulers and all that stuff. But who is above the nations is the most high we have to understand that the best is yet to come and uh you know i meant i mentioned phases because i want us to get on that mindset it's also like entering into the unknown but want us to be prepared to know like who's really you know when we are sons and daughters of god the most high is with us you know the most high is with us he's, he's protecting us he's guiding us he's leading us and that we can be secure in him. So thank you for joining me for this broadcast. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. And I hope you tune in for more motivational talks and just nuggets in all general that help us lead us and guide us in life. Is there and is present for us to know. It is up to us to seek out the most high and seek out the answers. And I believe the answers is all around us and staring us in the face most of the time. And uh, so we know the king of glory, the word the Lord gave to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. And uh, he gave the Rubabal a task, you know, to rebuild the foundation of the temple. And his hands shall also finish it. His hands, you know, he was he was put to work, the Rubabal, uh, being the, the ruler there at that time. But he wasn't alone. The eyes of the Lord were upon him. And we have this task now to put our hands, to hands to the plow, to move, to look forward. Don't look back, look forward, right? And I, when I say don't look back, what does that mean? Meaning that we got to keep our hands to the plow. We got to keep pressing on what we're doing. We got to keep on keeping on. We're, we're in too deep. We're in too deep now. There's no turning back. <laughs> or not. It can be challenging. So we're in this together, right? <laughs> does that bring you back um yeah we we are on this planet or are we okay we're in this world yeah we're in this dimension yeah we're in this dimension together and um we are travelers fellow travelers and may you travel well pilgrims right okay signing off salutes shalom